time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is the pod boss, TJ Bowser, and joining me as always is the Dark Lord of Knowledge, Chad Christmas. What's up, bitches? And the not-so-mean Fluffmaster Supreme, Big Johnny D. What's up, Gorehounds? And here to protect and serve, Officer Bob. Hello, everybody. Today we got a doozy of an episode, but first, it's time for your slice of life. Johnny D, how was, how was your week? Uh, it was, it had its ups and its downs, man. You know, it's, uh, I would say that we went camping for our anniversary. Uh, the campsite ended up fucking being really shitty. So we <laughs> said, fuck that. Peaced out a day early, didn't care, came home and enjoyed our house and the pool and all that good shebang. So, you know, and then we had a cookout yesterday with some friends. So it ended on a positive note. Um, this isn't, this isn't just for me, but I feel like I have to bring it up anyways, at least a little bit. But, uh, I feel like for the most of us, we all got excited this week when we got that sweet, 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 sweet dead space announcement. Woo! Of it being actually official. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I was screaming, fist pumping, and then I started playing Dead Space 2. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I know this is super. Did you watch the dead vlog that they released afterwards? Nope. I don't want to watch. I just want to like, I know it's coming out. You might want to watch that. They're approaching yeah. it the same way as RE2. They're going to take elements from all future games. That's as fine. To perfect, to you... perfect the original. No, so that's they'll... fine. Because yeah. I've always said, I want gameplay of number two. Just put in number one. That's what they said. Let... Yep. And and give Isaac lines. We like a lot of t- game mechanics that were utilized in two that were kind of wonky in number one. So no, we're going to turn tele- those over. Yeah, but the telekinesis <laughs> in two was yeah. a thousand times better than one. Yeah. And yeah. So anyways, I was super, super duper stoked on that and was definitely looking at my old ones. And I was like, mm, do I play it or do I just wait? The devlog, they uh, only show original game footage. They don't show new one. Which they, they reveal nothing. <laughs> like you said, with the RE2 thing, it's yeah, it's ground up. They yes. do have I did see they have an original. This is Frostbite or Unreal? This is EA. So it's Frostbite 4. I think it's unreal. I thought EA uses Frostbite now since uh, that's what they use Maybe. for the uh, Battlefield games as, as well. Dude, that'd be sweet because the Frostbite engine is fucking titties. Yeah, um, I think that would handle the, the Necromorphs and that sort of thing a little bit better. Yeah. So, like I said, I know this is super looking forward, but I'm hoping that if we get a re- revitalization of this, we'll officially finally get maybe a part four. If they give us a remaster of one, two, and three... Finally, give us a fourth one. Well, if they do a part, if they do Dead Space Three remaster and they include the the uh, the Awakening uh, DLC, DLC yeah, yeah. technically it brings things full circle and it just brings you back to Earth. So right, but you never were on Earth. Well, that's how Isaac started. I mean, he's a human. You, I, I think yeah, I know, but I'm Earth. saying like I want to I want to do the fights on Earth. Okay, who's saying Isaac can't win that battle against a giant like many moons? I don't know. Maybe there's some secret crazy fucking weapon underground that there usually always is that nobody ever knows about. Just saying. But uh, other than that, I uh, talked to my trainer, Mr. Bobby Amone, today, and he sent me a nice little workout plan. Did that today while I finished up this movie that we are going to talk about. So 
<sighs> yeah. Chad Daddy, how you been, brother? I've been well, thank you. I was not here last week. I was visiting my uh, mother, my sister, my niece were up visiting from Texas, so I spent a good amount of time with them. We nice. went to Splash Lagoon, which is an indoor water park up in Erie, Pennsylvania. Got to ride some water slides with the kiddos. We also went to like a petting zoo kind of place. We raced go-karts and bumper boats. Just a, did a whole bunch of family stuff. Had a lot I of say racing goats. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that would, would be, be, awesome. that that would really be an interesting ride. <laughs> that would have been just as fun, to be honest. But no, then, uh, you know, aside from that, not a whole hell of a lot going on. You know, just working. What's uh, Finally got a date night with the wife on Friday. Went out to dinner a movie. Like Bobby, we saw the new Fast and Furious movie. Is this not bad? Fast nine? Yeah, yeah, nine. Finally meet the brother, even though we're all family. Yeah. Freaking John Cena. Didn't see that coming. Literally yeah. didn't see it. Oh! Didn't see him the whole time. It was really funny as we're sitting there, and there's probably a good 15 minutes at least of previews before the movie. And I turned to my wife like the, the couple days after. I'm like, do you even remember any of the movies they showed previews for? Yeah, just, just Halloween. <laughs> when I that was about it. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I, yeah, there wasn't. I can't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> we didn't even see Halloween. Yeah, you know. no shit, nothing cool like that. But yeah, aside That's from that, good. let's see what else has been going on. I'm uh, not a hell hell of a lot. Just down at the the house, you know, working, doing stuff there. Getting we have the porch torn off to get that rebuilt, and they're going to start on the addition next week on the back end. So that'll be the extra bathroom and extra bedroom. Very nice. Yeah, so all of us, really so comfy. all of us here can pile into that room when we visit, right? We're sure. On that backside. That's the one I'm going <laughs> to come over and put stuff all over the walls and make it a studio. That's going to be the basement. The news oh. report. Yeah, that's, that's what the quarter yeah. report going to be. Quarters report. Thank you. Let's awesome. see what else has been going on. Not a hell of a lot aside from that. Uh, the uh, trailer for the Chucky series dropped yesterday. If you guys yes. saw that, and yes. Day of the Dead. Yes. Yes. I did not see that. Yeah, I both Day of the Dead and uh, Chucky both look like a comedic horror approach to the long-running franchises. And uh, the Day of the Dead one's definitely an homage to George. I mean, it fucking says it right from the get-go. I didn't uh, see yeah. the Day of the Dead one, the Chucky one. Even the logo. Course. They kept some stylization from the original poster with the yellow sun <laughs> and stuff. So, Ooh. Oh, nice. All right. All right. I like it. Yeah. Wait, is that a series or is that a movie? Ten series. episode series, I think, for both Chucky and Day of the Dead. Chucky Sci-Fi. <gasps> yeah. <Cameo! laughs> so uh, where's uh, Day of the Dead going to be premiering? Sci-Fi, same channel. Sci -fi? That's also nice. Sci-Fi. Wow. Yeah. Look at Sci-Fi. is coming out. in clutch now. Holy right? shit. Just put it right on the table. They're just got. like, here you go. Yeah. And by the way, the Chucky series, they already said before that it's not going to be watered down. There's going to yeah. be F-bombs galore. Yes. Which I hope so. I, hope so. I mean, he and called I hope a whole bunch of kids way. dickheads in the trailer. <laughs> so, like, how, do they get, how do they do that on cable? I'm, I, I, I have normal cable. Have you not watched wrestling recently? Oh, God. Dude, oh, I dude. hardly okay, know. Uh, blood is back, and they say the F word and bitch and all sorts of stuff now. Dude, really? watch Deadpool. Dude, watch Deadpool next time it's on TNT or AMC or something. Yeah, sense. yeah, dude. Every f bomb is in it. Is it after a certain time of the day, or is it? 
I think it's after no. 8 p.m. now. Is there allowed? Okay. Because I think there used to be a rule where it was like after like 10. And that's why yeah. South Park was able to get rid of like the shit episode like way back in the day. That's changed. But, okay. It's like 8 o'clock so now. No, sh- really? Mm-hmm. Wow. They're like, cables finally like, listen, man, we got to put up with all this streaming bullshit. We got to pull it out. Like, just fly the uncensored. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it'll be pretty cool. That definitely has got to spice like- up wrestling a little bit, too. I'm not sure. It does. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing that's not WWE because Vince is no. all about the family thing. Yeah, yeah. right. Hey, the family, not the, the, the giant titties. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, hey dude. Nice, so, uh, nice. Bobby, what's new with you, buddy? Well, uh, this past week, uh, not much going on in the week. Uh, during the weekend, I was visiting an old friend of mine who uh, moved down to South Jersey, so it was nice to go see him in his brand new house. Uh, him and his fiance just moved down there. Uh, not too long ago, so I went and hung out with him. And then Sunday, I was cleaning the lair. It needed it. Ooh, I was rearranging that's some sexy. stuff and putting some that's, new things. That's well, Bobby's nickname, the lair. The lair. Oh, So I was rearranging that and cleaning it up a little bit. It, it needed it, but it's the lair. <laughs> is that going to be the, that podcast? Is it going to be on the? That should be on the soundboard. <laughs> Goddamn! Goddamn! Call it the la- and and today we have the layer. How you doing? The layer. <laughs> no, no, no! Come on, he's he's always going to be Bologna Money. Come on, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bologna but, Money, uh, the meat mountain. My meat mountain. <laughs> <laughs> So, but no, uh, other than that, it's, it's been chill, um, cosplay stuff. I haven't done much with it lately, but um, I'm starting to work on now. God damn it, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, Where, what was the movie with the sex dungeon in it that came out of nowhere? Um, oh, it? Uh, Pieces, was it? No. No, 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 no. no. That was the... Um, uh, the haunted house what was, was named that again. Oh, oh, um, the haunting of Hill House. That's it. Was it that? Was, no, the Legend of Hell House. That was it. That's, That's it. what yeah. it is. That was Legend of Hell House. Was the second? Yeah, they had the, yeah. they had the weird sex dungeon. I wasn't there for that episode. I remember the weird sex dungeon because, like, it just. It was just I don't know. Yeah, it just did that, you know. Yeah, right. It just had that lasting impression, apparently. So the sex sex dungeon needed Daddy from uh, People Under the Stairs. Oh God, yes, it certainly (laughs) fucking did. (laughs) But um, so I'm start. I'm going to start working on some uh, little things for Jason and such. I got to get in touch with one of our sponsors, Mr. Lance McKinney, about uh, seeing how the mask is going and everything. Because I know Dick himself. We've been working on it. So, but I'm not doing shows for the summer so it actually works out better because then it'll be a whole brand new thing for the mania show in march more than likely along with a few other things so i gotta get in touch with them see how that's going but other than that it's been and then your first chill. show with project louder in april yes and that's going to be <laughs> is that steel city as well yes there you go so we will have i will have those ready for those shows for sure Yes, but I wonder if that show is going to be as uh, horror-leaning as this upcoming one. I'm telling you, that the next show is... Doesn't matter if it is or not for me. It'll be a horror character, (laughs) like it or not. I just can't believe, like, it's like almost a complete horror-thon, or horror convention now. Because TJ's been sharing, and I'm like, 
there's a lot of fucking horror people for this one. Like, <laughs> there is. You and know. SpongeBob. And Sponge, yeah. It's and like SpongeBob. horror. No, no, SpongeBob, SpongeBob. canceled. <gasps> no. Yeah, they, uh, he got replaced by Winnie the Pooh and uh, the guy who does Winnie the Pooh and Darkwing Duck. And I was like, yep, totally cool. Okay. Yeah, but I was really hoping for Peter Cullen. I mean, that's Jim Cummings is really <laughs> still pretty awesome. Oh, dude, like, I mean, the guy's happened. The guy's a fucking nostalgia. Peter Cullen. There we go. There. Oh, Optimus <laughs> Prime. There we go. That would be cool. <laughs> we would be playing the touch the whole fucking time. <laughs> you got the touch. <laughs> but uh, oh man. But no. Other than that, everything else been. It's just been chill right now. Not a bad thing, but. New things to be coming. <laughs> TJ Bossman, what about you and Brody? I'm loving the comments. <laughs> uh, fuck it, eh? Yeah, so i just been doing podcasts and stuff, man, and uh, just put out episode 17 of Lights, Camera, Exploitation, and that is covering Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior, that is available now on ProjectLouder.net and anywhere else. You can zoom audio on and leave content. Yeah, I'm excited to just completely tear apart this film today. I did nothing but hang out with my dog as both my fiance and my daughter are on vacation this week. So I'm going to watch a lot of films, read a lot of books, and do a lot of uh, podcasting stuff. So, yeah. So you're living the bachelor life this week, buddy. Yes, sir. Uh, I had steak for dinner. Oh, so is that why there's a, wait? Is that why there's panties hanging off that TV back? There? Oh, sorry. Those it are paper. Those are paper towels. I was cleaning earlier. I have foiled your plot, Robert. And moving on, oh. and now it is this week's film with an American werewolf in London from 1981, and this is Heather Dye's pick, directed by John Landis, written by John Landis, produced by George Falsey Jr., starring David Naughton as David Kessler, Jenny Agder as Nurse. Alex Price, Griffin Dune as Jack Goodman, John Woodvine as Dr. J. Hirsch, Don McKillop as Inspector Villiers, Brian Glover as chess players. Oh, chess player. Chess player. Yeah. David Schofield as dart player. Lila Kay as barmaid. Rick Mayle as second chess player. Sean Baker <laughs> as second dart player. These names are exquisite. Frank Oz as Mr. Collins and... He also cameos as Miss Piggy and uh, Kermit, and then also and Paul Kember. He, he, yeah, and he's also the uh, yeah the Mister Collins. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Paul Kember as Sergeant McCannis. Music by Elmer Bernstein. Cinematography by Robert Patner. Edited by Malcolm mm-hmm. Campbell. Distributed by Universal Pictures. Released August twenty first, nineteen eighty one. Runtime of ninety seven minutes. Budget five point eight million. Gross sixty two million. Holy fuck! Holy shit! They made their money, didn't they? God, yeah, they made did. their money. Damn. I think. Oh my lord! Oh my god! Good for that. Fred, Fred is in this movie. Rick Mayo. You, you didn't notice that? <laughs> That's exactly, that is exactly why I went that far down into the cast list is because I wanted you to notice that. Oh, uh, okay. Ah. That's why I'm like when he said second chess player, I'm like, wow, really? This like, there's no other. That's exactly, that's that is exactly why I went that deep. <laughs> Thank rest you. in peace, uh, rest in peace, buddy. Uh, Ch- Chadwick, let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Oh, hell yeah! Isn't this fun? Lovely stroll on the moors. Did you hear that? I heard that. What is it? You think it's a dog? Nice doggy. Good boy. 
not expecting that trailer for some reason yeah i was that was not the best trailer that was definitely some recut trailer with her like yo we're gonna put some stranger things music hey, on that it shit. was the shortest one available really <laughs> just because it's short doesn't mean it's the best yeah but that showed a lot of shit anyways like uh, yeah like you've ever had to deal with that bobby mm. oh that's true <laughs> oh, but I'm oh, all I got to say is he said he'd give her the five, just not the back five. You know, Bobby never has to worry about falling over. He's got a ready-made kickstand. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. Subject change. Read the fucking thing, would you? <laughs> All right. Read that bullshit, please. I'll take that shit because technically this was my pick, but we, once again, like, TJ mentioned this was uh, actually Heather's pick. Let's me and to probably put a little backstory behind that. This was actually the up against Candyman, which was Brody's pick. I believe that was February last year. Yep, I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, which Candyman two is next week? By the way, yes, not it is. Planet. But I, I did intentionally uh, schedule it like that too. Thank you. To um, but no, I Heather's been asking us for a fuck while to do this. <laughs> So I figured it was owed, so we put it on the list, and uh, yeah, here we go. Plot rundown. Two American friends, David and Jack, are taking a walking holiday through northern England and are attacked by a werewolf. Jack is ripped to shreds, and David survives but is badly scarred. David wakes up weeks later in a hospital in London and is upset to hear that his friend of his friend's passing. He begins to have nightmares and visions of running wild through the woods and Nazi wolf creatures i know that wasn't written but he becomes very close becomes very close to one of the nurses alex and when discharges he stays in her flat in london he begins to get a visit from his dead friend jack who warns him that he will become a werewolf at the next full moon and must take his own life thinking he's crazy he ignores all of jack's warnings sure enough he transformed when the moon is full (laughs) Oh God! What's, what's goes, I saw something fucking moving. What the fuck is this shit? Sure enough, he transformed when the moon is full and goes on a murderous rampage through London. 
Then the fucking movie just abruptly ends out of nowhere. I'm gonna punch you, TJ. I'm like sitting there reading it. I'm like, I'm like, why is this changing as we're reading it? Why is the fucking screen moving? I'm like, I'm not doing that. He's gonna read it. It's on the prompter. (laughs) I'm just like, I didn't know. I I didn't. It was like, am I doing something? What the fuck is that? I was like, what the fuck's going on? What's I couldn't do it on my phone. No, because I couldn't see it on my phone, so it just shows a little blue like Project Louder bar, like fucking. <laughs> say, I, I, ha- I have it on the screen, then I have it on my phone, and I'm like, I'm not uh... touching anything. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> fucking a, dude! Holy shit! Ah, oh, gentlemen, let's discuss this movie. Yeah, I take it. I take it from the pre-show discussion that TJ and uh, Big Johnny D aren't huge fans of this. I am not. I was not, dude. I I'm honestly, I'm listen. I'm not going to say I can't give it some pros. I can always find some good nuggets in there with amidst the shit. But it was. I just thought it was kind of a boring movie. You, you know, and I, I can't. All right, I've seen this movie quite a few times. I mean, but this is the first time for the show that I'm watching. But as I was watching it, yes, it's a cult classic. I do love the movie. But I could totally, I could totally see where Johnny's coming from. I do understand why it's a cult classic too. Like, okay, hands down, best part of the whole movie, transformation scene, great, like fan fucking tastic. We'll never like shit on that, take it away. Like, you know what I mean? Like, those are some sweet effects. I really enjoyed them. But the rest of the movie, just I don't know, man. It was something about the pacing of it, and just like I don't know, it just I didn't care. I didn't care about any of the fucking characters. I don't know why, dude. Like, and the dreams are really fucked up. I understand like where their intentions were and everything, but more so the like what I mentioned before, like the Wolfman Nazi shit. Like that was just kind of like, that scene never made any sense to me ever. Any, any no, time I've seen, like, like I first tried. time I saw, I never understood. I mean, and not even. Re- until recently, I didn't even realize that those Nazi werewolves. Those are supposed to be like different stages of the Nazi makeup or the werewolf transformation. I just thought they were fucking monsters. I had no fucking clue. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that either. Like, I, that's a different transformation style. See, now I was kind of wondering if, like, the dude he got bit maybe was a Nazi werewolf and maybe he was, like, seeing things from, like, his. But then, like, that's kind of more like Underworld. I think, like, that's where I was kind of grasping at straws on that one, where, like, they could see the memories and shit of the past. You know what I mean? I don't know. Or maybe it could be, you know, his. He He's a. He came from a Jewish family. Maybe he, he grew up hearing. You know, horror stories of Nazis from his parents and his grandparents. I have no fucking clue. So was I only supposed to know he was Jewish because of the fucking uncircumcised joke? Because that was the only way I actually caught it, because otherwise I didn't realize. Like Apparently in the in the uh, the dream sequence, when it shows his family, there's like a menorah on their shelf, stuff like that. It's just real subtle things. It's not even really important. No, it really isn't. But... <laughs> Sorry, there were some loud noises and I didn't know what that was, so I didn't want. No, I'm just laughing at what Brody just wrote. Oh, John Landis be like, yeah, that's that's a whole that's a that's a whole another story. Bullshit. And that was Uh, that was one year after this. So it was funny because I never put two and two together of the main guy here until we were watching it, and my wife's like, "Oh, he was on Seinfeld," and for some reason, I knew him more from. Then the he he Wait. plays Elaine's boyfriend who uh who gets oh, uh, goes off the wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes off the wagon because Jerry accidentally like 
took the wrong soda or whatever. Wait, wait. And he comes in with the shotgun to the fucking office and wait, remember what he asked? George gives him the cashmere sweater with the red dot on. (laughs) No, remember remember what he asked? I remember that one now. Is is this the guy? The guy? Yeah, right. The guy. Uh TJ, you're being awfully silent up there. I feel like you're just waiting for my turn. I feel like you're just yeah, I was gonna say you're just building up that Kamehameha dude like Oh, I have a spear bomb brewing, baby. Oh, yeah? yeah. Let's hear it. You're taking okay. all the energy from all the... So, I'm going to make Brody smile here with this one. Uh, for a John Landis film, this movie is not very funny. Coming right off the heels of Animal House, you think that it would deliver a lot more on the laughs and even some more of the slapstick stuff. And I, for me, it, it didn't really trigger any of that for me. Uh, I think the movie you know, is it's shot. Not, it's not. It's not. A, it's not a comedy. It it's is not though. supposed to be a comedy. It is it's, everywhere I look. Comedy, people say it's supposed to be a comedy. And John Landis has said, "I don't know why people say this is a comedy." And I'll it's tell you exactly it's why. It's because the performance of David is fucking weak as shit. And he's smug as hell. And for a guy who, who's supposed to be gone through traumatic events, he comes off as very happy, happy and cheerful throughout the entire movie. That's why it comes off as comedic. That and they also have him going through the, the, the park, uh, not the park, but the zoo naked. And that's a very comedic sequence in and of itself. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> he's got a point I, there. So I was I'm glad you guys brought this up because it was labeled comedy when I went to go watch it, yes. which I thought was weird because in every I've other never... place I've seen it reviewed labels it as a comedy but I never and I've never I've it, never seen it as a comedy ever but I've never, I've never yeah, understood I've why never, to say that because I've never actually laughed watching it I never personally considered it a comedy because of just it's always tied in with more like normal horror movies and shit you know what I mean especially because of the transformation scene and and like the fucking like murdered victims and shit I think the way but, that the guy who plays David just delivers that performance just yeah. doesn't allow you to attach to the characters that die or the characters that he's interacting with. I think the dialogue's on point, and I think that the film's very competently shot by Robert Paytner, who also did films like Spies Like Us, European Vacation, and Trading Places. So, like, this guy has done some fairly big work in, in the past mm-hmm. and in the future here, but, like, this movie, I just feel like it's overrated as fuck. I don't think it's as entertaining. Yeah, it has one of the most memorable uh, werewolf transformation scenes in cinema history, but I'd rather go watch The Howling, and I'd certainly rather go watch Dog Soldiers. Yeah, the- I can't believe none of us picked – I was thinking about that today. I'm like, why did none of us pick the Dog Soldiers for So I was going to pick year? that. No, no, no. That was going to be my pick, but I felt <sighs> like I should have gave it up to Heather's just because – she was asking us for it for so long, and that was our other like secondary runner-up compared to Candyman. But then we put it to the boat. So and as and as far as the comedic element, I mean, for me, I never I never saw it as a comedy. But I when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this has got heavy comedic elements. I mean, like it's or- because not only that he. I'm sure this might be in the notes, but I guess I'll reveal this. He wrote it 20 years before. Every time he went to a studio, they said this. Well, it's got too much comedy to be a horror movie, but it's got too much horror to be a comedy. They literally yep. couldn't make up their minds before he made Animal House and then the Blues Brothers. And they're like, OK, now we'll give you funding to do this. So we kind of almost don't care. But okay. sure, go ahead and do it. So it's just more or less like we're going to use your name and you yeah, can go. So you between can do whatever those, you want. Pretty okay. much. So between those two movies, it was now he's got something on the map. He's got this horror comedy yeah sure give it to him a naked american man stole my balloons what 
<laughs> and you know, we mentioned the the, the weird Nazi wear wear dudes, and I just think that's just totally fucking strange and doesn't really fit into the movie, other no, than the weird, <clears throat> really like, weird theme going on with our main character here that he is Jewish uh, because of the aforementioned penis joke, and then again this really strange uh, nightmare just- sequence with the wear dudes, atta- these Nazi wear dudes attacking what looks like their Christmas dinner or some shit. And it's it's yeah. just it's just strange and it's out of nowhere. And I just think John Landis as an open atheist shouldn't be openly commenting on uh such Jewish traditions like this. Honestly, I Why wouldn't. just because someone's Jewish are they gonna automatically have nightmares about Nazis? Like what the fuck is that to assume? That's just strange. I mean I would say maybe if it's close because this is what, eighty one? Yeah. So He's born in the sixties. He doesn't know that. All he knows is stories. Yeah. I still, I'm just saying, I just want a movie of Nazi werewolves now. Well, yeah. If it was like, a Nazi werewolf. We almost movie. got that. We yeah. almost got that. Werewolf Women of the SS. Yes, it's just so oh, out of place. Oh, you're here, right. Fuck. Yes. I, I really wanted that movie to happen. I wanted that movie <clears throat> to happen for one reason and one reason only mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage is Fu Manchu. So. Indubitably. Yeah, I mean. The, uh, all right, I haven't watched this movie since I've been a kid. And like I said, I fucking fell asleep three times trying to watch this shit last night. I kept getting yelled at by my wife. She was just like, John. I was like, what? She's like, your eyes are closed. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even look. But then, like, I finished watching it today. And I don't, like, I don't know, man. Just something about it. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe the main guy doesn't, like, hit. Doesn't capture you. I, I don't know. I just don't care. Like, it, yeah. And the end scene was cool. Like, yeah. more so just because, like, the panic kills were, like, almost, like, overly crazy but hilarious at the same time. Because you're like, the werewolf's not even killing anybody. This is just everybody else killing each other because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Which was... And the and werewolf looks a- soft as fuck. <clears throat> he does, dude. I was just like, he looks like... A- my fucking cat, like on steroids, dude. Right? Like, he look, he looks like he's soft like a cat. I kept thinking that, dude. Right? <laughs> You're just no, like, that, oh, I, shit, I, good, Wolfie. Let me just hold you for a second. I wish that was my cat, because I got to tell you something. Taking care of a lot of people. Oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to say that on air. Continue. A large just, part of the, the a large part of the werewolf's design looking different like that is because uh, Dick Smith used most of his good werewolf effects for the howling. Mm. Which understand it's, it's, it's a superior it goes, film in my opinion. That's coming. I'm not up saying you're, I'm not saying it's not. Right. It so. is definitely definitely a better werewolf film. That's why I picked that instead. I was gonna say there's know, a reason Chad picked that one. Yeah. There's two Being reasons. Wallace. The other the other reason full frontal nudity. Woo! There it is. I mean, you did kind of get some penis in this one. We could uh, do. I can't wait and, to do uh, the Howling Three. Oh God! The, more weird, the weird Ozploitation one <laughs> with the what lady with the wear pouch, like a kangaroo. Yep, yep. She's a wear kangaroo. She's a wearoo. Yeah, yeah. They're, um... Do they have those? Oh, shit, Bro, do, they... do they have those? Thylacines <laughs> extinct. But yeah, they're called the Tasmanian tiger. <laughs> He's all excited now. <laughs> That's a fucking movie right there. I'd watch. He's that pitching shit. a tent. He's pitching it. Right? Uh, Fuck yeah! 
So should we uh, take a peek behind these uh, curtains? Yeah, I'm going to go through them real quick because there's a lot. And, well, you guys just don't really seem too interested in the movie. So I'm not going to do a oh, deep I, dive I, on this. No, dude, I, I still I, love I, want, I still want to hear like, I'll, t- I, you know. I'll tell you what, man. There is, like, so much behind, like, 90% of the behind-the-scenes stuff that I read was about how they made the wake up, the werewolf appliances. I'm like, yeah, that's really cool, but that's not what I'm you know, interested in. Right. Okay, well, so uh, this was actually the first film to earn the Academy Award for Best Makeup. The the category was created in 1981. Now, the reason the category was created is because so many people were pissed off that uh, there was no recognition for the makeup effects for the Elephant Man, which came out the year before. So they created the best of yeah they created the best makeup effects category, and this was the first one to win. No shit. I mean, I can see why. Which, which is actually one of the only categories I care about in the Academy Awards anyways is this special effects. Yeah, who cares about best film? Most of them are boring. If you want proper right. ratings, head on over to projectlouder.net, your source for pop culture and so much more. Nice. All the songs in the film have the word moon in their titles. Blue. Um, Rick Baker claimed to have been disappointed by the amount of time spent shooting the face-changing shot for the transformation. After having spent months working on the mechanism, John Landis only required one take lasting about seven seconds. Baker felt he wasted his time until seeing the film with an audience that applauded during that one seven-second shot. I mean, yeah. Sometimes I, a lot of work goes into very little uh, reward. Yeah. But yeah. It's not reward, you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. But the reward itself can be great, obviously. Like that's like stop motion animation, man. You know what I mean? Like you gotta do fucking ages of work to do fucking yep. twenty seconds, seconds of, of film. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's why Harry Housen was widely received as a genius. Continuing. This is uh <laughs> <laughs> Unlike most motion pictures, this movie was filmed in sequence. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Cool. The reason was- it was filmed in sequence is to give Dick Smith more time to work on his werewolf effects. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Dick Smithy. Because like I said, he was going back and forth. He actually started to work on the howling, and uh, and I'll go into that later, but he actually kind of subcontracted it out to Rob Bottin, who was his mm. protege at the time. Oh, that's cool. Give him some Let's see. Things. Only four American work permits were requested by the British government for the production for John Landis, Rick Baker, David Naughton, and Griffin Dunn. The first three work permits were granted by the British government without question. Uh, you know what? Fuck this. Who cares? Um, the only reason they gave Griffin Dunn the uh, work permit was because John Landis threatened to change the name to American Werewolf in Paris and shoot there instead, which, of course, that was the uh, sequel. Okay, so question about that Mm -hmm. i've never seen the sequel have you yes no bobby's a no okay how does this has nothing nothing to do with this movie at all whatsoever. none damn it i was hoping just for a shot in the dark that maybe the nurse was pregnant that was originally going to be what it was going to be about was it was going to be his daughter their daughter see now i could that would Totally makes sense for a good like follow up sequel, and that's why you would have another werewolf because you know technically the clan isn't dead yet. Yep. And yeah, no, there's there's no, just the themes are the same. That's really about it. And 
Uh, Brody said the sequel's Poop Town. It is, and the story isn't bad, but the okay. all CGI werewolves are horrible. Oh, well, that, the that was... only thing that I personally remember about this is it's pretty much essentially a Bush soundtrack. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like all I can remember the is soundtrack the soundtrack is the best trailer. Yeah, I can remember the trailer, and it's Bush's Your Mouth, and I was yep. just like. As soon as I even said that, it just started playing in my head. It's like, yo, mouth. Oh, God. God, fucking damn it. Like, I haven't heard that song in years. Thanks, John. <laughs> You're going to fucking hear it in the next week, dude. You're going to be like, I am. Son of a bitch. God damn it, John. Uh, right? Dude, you know Bush what? Is, I mean, Bush is on classic rock now, dude, just to let you know. Dude, now that's so. going to come up random. That's going to come up on r- randomly on my Spotify. You know it's going to fucking come up randomly? I swear to God, it's going to be Hello, Mary Lou. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, that bitch is still haunting us. Watch. We do not uh, need a haunting bitch. We don't need her back. <laughs> anyway, continue. Okay. okay, continuing on. Uh, Rick Baker plays one of the Nazi werewolves in the nightmare sequence, specifically Ooh. the one who slashes David's throat. Oh. Ah, that was cool. That was. That was a nasty one, too. And I'd just like to point out that Heather Dye loves Bush. Yes. Who doesn't? I... Oh, you <laughs> no, uh, and Bush Light. We got Bush and Bush Light. <laughs> okay, uh, John Landis had to avoid filming any full frontal nudity of David Naughton during the transformation scene and dream sequences after Naughton informed Landis that he was not circumcised, even though his role of David Kessler was written as being Jewish. Who? Oh, okay. So he had the whole Tremors worm thing dangling down. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> it's the one hoodie that the women can't steal. <laughs> or can they? That's oh a good one. Oh, my God. Yo. That's a good one. Oh, Jesus. Lorena Bobbitt says otherwise. Uh, continuing on, David Naughton <laughs> revealed uh, the hospital bed in the forest scene. That whole nightmare was the most difficult and painful because of the glass contact lenses he had to wear. Technically, this movie has full frontal too, Chad. I was going to say you definitely see his dong in the in the. Oh yes, uh, angry pickle. <laughs> when he, no, that's when he that's not angry pickle. That's dangly pickle. When he's Spider Man up in the fucking. Parkour. <laughs> <laughs> The Woof uh, Terrarium. (laughs) (laughs) In order to get the movie down to an R rating, Landis had to tone down the sex scene and cut out a part where a piece of toast fell out of Jack's undead throat. He also edited out a scene (laughs) where the werewolf kills the three homeless men after preview audiences freaked out. He later had regrets about the ends. You know, okay, I'm not going to lie. Out of everything you said there, I kind of want to see the piece of toast coming out of his throat. Well, that too. I want to see like, that. Like, because I just want to see him sitting there eating. You're like, mm, tastes good. All you see is it. What was the first one again? The, the sex, sex scene, scene that was toned down. Oh, yeah. I mean, you you get essentially two sex scenes because you get a fucking porno in the background for like ten minutes. Uh, did you mention the porno, Chad? Not yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you can you can go ahead if you want. Is that a legit porn? No, it's it's a it's a running gag in Landis films. Okay. Chad will talk about it. Awesome. It was also a running gag in Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yes. Who I uh, same cinematographer, buddy. Mm. Oh, same everything. Yeah. Oh, same really? Director, s- same director too. Wait, Landis did Thriller? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So he is okay. Yeah, Landis Landis, uh Dick Miller or Dick Smith, 
uh, the cinematographer and uh, John Landis's wife all worked on Thriller. I think John Landis got that Damn. job because of this movie. Yes, he did. Damn. All right. Learn new Actually, stuff. Funny you should mention that. That's my next note. Michael Jackson was so bowled over, bowled over by the movie, most especially by the makeup and visual effects. He insisted on hiring the responsible personnel for his planned music video for Thriller. When John Landis agreed to direct, he brought on board his foremost werewolf crew, including Rob Painter, Elmer Bernstein for the music, forgot about him, Rick Baker, and his wife, Deborah Noodleman. Noodleman. I could have pronounced that wrong. Newman. But yes, and the also there's also a line Newman. in the um, as they're walking out of the Michael Jackson and his girlfriend are walking out of the theater when they're watching the werewolf movie. They said uh, written in blood was a message that said, see you next Wednesday. Which was. Oh, movie. OK. Yes. You definitely see that title quite a bit there. Speaking of the poor fake porno movie, see next Wednesday was the first thing to be filmed during production. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. By the way, I'd also like to point out, do you guys notice how very British the porno was? Like with the guy busting in. And he's like, oh, Bro, so sorry. That shit was, oh, like, yeah. I was more interested in that shit going on because I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I don't even know you. Oh, sorry. I've never <laughs> seen hilarious. you before in my life. And then, like, then, like, the same thing happens. Done, and she's call. on the, yeah, she's on the fuck. Oh, right there. It's like, what the fuck are we watching, dude? Like, and not to mention the advertisement for that. I love how it's just blatant, like nudity right on the street. Like, I don't know how mm -hmm. it's different in London or not, but. Oh yeah. That's, that is how it is over in Europe. Oh, okay. They don't care. They don't care. There's titties everywhere. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> just don't swear. Yeah. Right. Just, and you can't, you can't, have, you can't have a pocket knife over in England anymore. We did get Brody's favorite word of the day in this movie a couple times. That was kind of nice. <laughs> yes, we did. Continuing on, Rick Baker and John Landis had several disagreements over what the design of the werewolf should be. Baker wanted it to be a two-legged werewolf, saying he thought uh, werewolves is being bipedal. Landis wanted a four-legged hound from hell. The werewolves in the howling were depicted as bipedal. Uh, ah. Due to the uh, this is this, this just goes on about the elephant man, like I said. That's all uh, well let's, good, boys. Oh. Yeah, Katie's I'm gonna warn you, uh, homeboy's sick as fuck, so he looks like Skeletor in this video. <laughs> Wait, the new skeleton? Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And this week, I'm here to talk to you about American Werewolf in London. Yeah, I will keep Poor this. Brody. You short and sweet this Oof. week. Uh, I've had the runs, I've had the spews, and it's not bloody good, I'll tell you that. Damn, he looks rough. He, yeah. Oh, I hope you sorry, feel better, Brody. In saying that, I'm going to yes, start feel better, something bro. very controversial, like, I think this film's overrated. <laughs> I do appreciate that this film was able to fucking uh, pull off one of the greatest werewolf transformations in film history, um, especially for its time. It came out and won the Oscar for it. Uh, I can't take that away from it. I think it's a fucking fantastic scene, uh, especially being well lit so you can see everything. They don't try and hide it from you. Um, but I do believe that there are better werewolf films out there than this film. Um, oh, no doubt. In saying that, uh, I think the actors actually do a pretty damn good job. I mean, they were given a role to fucking pull off and they've done it, done it well. I don't know. There's meant to be some sort of comedic element about this film that I just do not find funny at all. Um, that's just me. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> what else? The cinematography. Now, like I was saying before, the well-lit scene with the, uh, the transformation, um, I think 
that was very well done. But the, the, that transformation scene and the rest of the film, the cinematography, um, is just pretty basic, pretty straightforward. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, I'm just, I personally am not the biggest fan of it. And I do apologize to the people out there that are. So anyway, this week I'm going to give it a Gormor score of a 3.2. Um, I'm probably being generous, but in saying that, this is your DKB signing out, and I hope you have a great evening. See ya. Poor See Brody, you, man. I hope he, you uh, feel better, buddy. Yeah, yeah Brody, feel, feel better, better stay, man. You, you. Stay uh, hydrated. Stay hydrated. Yeah, say, of fluids, drink right? them yeah. fluids, honey. G- Gatorade that bitch up. Hi, Gormore. This is oh, Heather. Oh, Heather. American Werewolf in London. Obviously, the first thing I'm going to talk about is practical effects. So the famous werewolf transformation is, of course, the most notorious aspect of this movie. Um, doing all that with pure practical effects, just seeing like the reality of how would that be able to happen if werewolves were real? I remember there's a few seconds where they actually are showing hair growing. Not really sure how they did that. I guess stop motion or something. I don't know, but that was cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, just everything about that obviously <laughs> is fantastic. And I'm sure you guys will get into the details of that. But in addition to that, I love the practical effects for undead Jack. So showing him initially in the hospital, like fresh kill. So he still looks totally alive, human like, you know, with just lots of blood and what they did with the neck. It's, Oh God, it's just so great. And then he rots away. And so you see another two or three stages of him later in the film. Um, and so I think those practical effects were really amazing. I really liked that. Um, another big aspect of the film that I like that maybe isn't talked about. So much is um, the nurse Alex, the love interest. Mono. So I thought she was fantastic in this film. Kissing disease, um, kiss all them boys. I think with obviously <laughs> aspect wow. of the love story in this. Um, so I think they cast her very well, and she did a great job. Um, I guess I'll basically leave it at that. Uh, and again, I thank you, Johnny, for having this. On the podcast, it's been a long time. I've been waiting for it. And I look forward to hearing all your guys' thoughts. <laughs> all right. I guess I will give it a 4.0. All right. Bye. You can see two <laughs> totally different ends of the spectrum there. He gave it a 3.2. She gave it a 4.0. But thank, yeah, but thank you, Heather. For I didn't. Video. That was pretty nice. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Nice Very addition well. and awesome. I'm glad you, uh, Both glad of you finally one. recovered it. You know, even though Brody like kind of like pooed on it, I, I thought his score was higher than what I expected him to say. Actually, yeah, yeah. actually, now that so, you say that, it won yeah. on Oscar. That's still not. It's, yeah, I mean, it's still above over half. I mean, he went over three, so and half is two and a half. So this is true. Yeah, Do you have any good. questions, handsome? Well, does Chad still have more notes? 
Yeah, I still got some more notes. I'll, like I said, I'll be brief here. So while John Landis was trying to get this film made, Rick Baker became tired of waiting. He was waiting over eight years and decided to use what he had been planning for this film on The Howling. Eventually, Landis called Baker and told him, I have the money. Let's make American Werewolf, to which Baker replied he was already doing a werewolf picture. Landis started yelling at Baker over the phone. Baker decided to leave The Howling in the hands of his protege, Rob Bottin, and would only consult on that film, leaving him free to do this one. Reportedly, Rick Baker's initial decision is <laughs> for which John Lennis has never forgiven him. Uh, his ultimate decision to leave the project, both because of the call and because of his howling designs, were becoming too similar to what he was, had reserved for American Werewolf. So basically, what he originally had designed for this was used in the howling instead. Uh, and it worked out better in a lot of ways, too. Yeah. I actually prefer the transformation scene in the howling over this one anyway. Yeah, because so, it's dark, it's gritty. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't watched that since I've been a little kid, so I'm like literally all pretty much blank slate for that movie. Howling Four is pretty yeah. good too, isn't it? Yeah, I love Howling Four because it's yeah. more close to the, what the book was. Yeah, uh, Nick worked on that. Nick Benson, uh, mm-hmm. he did the intro for a nice. Tremors episode. Yeah. He also worked on Dead Heat, which is an upcoming episode. Uh, you know, actually, I have not Dead, seen that movie. My friend loves that movie. Funny yeah. enough, or Dead Heat's literally the week before The Howling. <laughs> hey, uh, what, what episode's Steel City Week? Uh, I want to say Ghost Ship. Yes. No, no, I think Ghost Ship is after that. Um, August 16th. The week oh, shit, you're right. It is Ghost Ship. Well, the week before. Oh, yeah, I'll, have to, I'll have to watch it before I go on vacation then. Okay, diary. August 9th. Yeah. That'll be the that'll be the first the last show before the uh, convention. And then we'll do the thing. Yeah, we'll probably record bonus shit while we're there. So. Oh, I figured we planned on it. So. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, this was one of two werewolf one of two werewolf films to win the Academy Award for Best Makeup. Rick Baker won both times. The second for being the Wolfman in 2010. Mm. Oh shit! Was that? Uh, I watched that. Who directed that? I don't remember. I do oh, like shit. that look. I did like the look of that werewolf in the new one. Was it Guillermo? What was it? The Wolfman in 2010. I almost want to say yeah, no. I don't think so. I think you're confusing that with Benicio del Toro storing in it. Oh. I don't know though. I'm not sure. That that movie wasn't as bad as I was expecting that to be. Joe Johnson directed it. Yeah. Who the fuck is he? He did something. Uh, he did. Oh, he did Jumaji. Page Master, Honey, I Shrink the Kids. Ah. How do you got that? And then you got Jurassic Park 3 on your fucking record. (laughs) Hey, Jurassic Park 3 was a solid movie. Listen, I I still love it. Don't get me wrong, but. But. Yeah. Spinosaurus. Oh, wow. He did Captain America, the first one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's in the rabbit hole. (laughs) Fuck. Let's go down. Uh, let's see. Uh, the porn theater, as written by John Landis in 68, was supposed to be a theater that showed old cartoons. By the time he shot the film in 80, the cartoon theaters in London were all replaced by porn theaters, so he adjusted the script accordingly. Uh, <laughs> hey, we got more titties, right? 
Yes, we yes, did. We did. This picture was released during an early mid '80s cycle of werewolf movies that included Wolfen, The Howling, Teen Wolf, Wolfen, Howling, I forgot, Howling Two, Full Moon High, Teen Wolf Two, The Company of Wolves, Silver Bullet, and The Howling. <laughs> yeah, Silver Bullet. Oh, my next bit, guys! You're gonna love this. Guess what was used for blood during filming? KY. I'll tell you what it's not, Chad. <laughs> it's cranberry sauce. <laughs> yeah! Oh my god. Oh. Isn't that fucking great? You know, it is coming up to uh we're gonna be coming around the bend to fall pretty soon here. There's a cranberry sauce already. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Gary Busey, I watched uh Piranha 3 DD today, and Gary Busey opens that film. Yo, all those, the older piranhas are all on Prime and shit. I saw that. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. We were just fucking talking about this shit. Hey, speaking of that, Chad, did, did you, you hear about our Piranha Month idea? Yeah. Hey, can you Chad wasn't here. Chad is. Uh, I can hear you, Chad, but you're frozen. frozen. Yep. Oh. Uh, he can refresh while we're uh, doing our thing. No, he wasn't here, but I don't know if he listened to last week's to the To the audio yet. Yeah. I didn't release it, though, right? Yeah. No, I thought you did. Yeah, I did the Tucker. That was the second. I know. I, I know. I said. Yeah, I say Bobby just shared it. I remember that. Chad is back. Yeah. Sorry, guys. My my, my cup bumped the uh, camera cord. Chad, oh. did you <laughs> by chance get to catch last week's episode at all? I did not. If know. not that's, that's yeah. Heather not. Heather told me about. Heather did tell me about yeah. Piranha. I Piranha month. It says shark. Week. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Come on, we go going deep into next summer, dude. We'll just yeah. plan it out a year in advance. There's only fun. one good Piranha movie, and that's the very first one. No! We're no. going to ride. One, let's just two. ride this ship together. Yes. Come on. They're let's all do it. fucking fantastic. Okay, I, I am not. I loved 3D and 3DD. I hated 3DD. It was stupid. It was terrible. Dude, it had, okay, Hasselhoff. It, it had Todd. This is why this. Todd Packer was the main character, and I was so happy when he died. I hated that guy. That's the point. He was supposed to be I hate Todd man. Packer. <laughs> Todd Packer's the man, though. He gets all the bitches. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we need to do this, dude. We need <laughs> have to do it. Also, Piranha oh, 3D shit. starts with Richard, Richard Dreyfus playing an elderly Matt Hooper that gets Ooh. sucked into a whirlpool caused by a fucking earthquake and then eaten alive by fucking piranha. Guess that's that how Piranha 3D starts. I got they match it by Gary Busey getting his eyes them, eaten so. out. Like <laughs> oh. Dude, I'm please, saying we need to do it, man. Please don't make me watch three double D again. That was I've 90 minutes of my it, life. Dude. I'll never get back. It's bad. I've never seen it. it I'll watch it with you, Let's watch it. It, is, it is horrible. I'm gonna have to. Care. I might have to have a few beverages watching this. That's fine. <laughs> Maybe that's the point. Wait, just have a bottle of whiskey with you. A bottle of whiskey. Need with you to. There you go. I might need to. It's bad. <laughs> we need to do it next year. 2022. <laughs> All right. Piranha month. Oh. Okay. Also, on that, if we do do piranha, that we have Graham do the uh, intro. For that episode, since his profound love for Joe Dante, I'd love to hear what he <laughs> would have to say. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I mean, Prada One's what? Just Jaws with, with Little Fish. Basically. And, but there's like one set of tits in the original Piranha. 
Mm-hmm. And it was this real quick scene where like the main girl flashes her titties at a security guard to get past. And I'm not even sure that's her titties because it like it just like cuts away real quick and then it shows tits, <laughs> but you don't quick, see your face. It's so it's probably up, a stunt. Yeah. It's probably like stunt titties. Stunt titties. Stunt titties. So yeah, that's all. That's all I got. Uh, thanks. Thanks for oh, the uh, the the little trip down Piranha Road, guys. Yeah, yes. Of course. Oh, don't worry. We'll be down that road officially. <laughs> If I, I'm gonna watch these fucking movies every week until and talk about them until uh, we'll get a box set. Watch, we'll get a box set next year. Also, now. also, I've seen them all except for the remake. That's the one I haven't seen. The That's the one you're talking about, or whatever it is, right? Yeah, the one for ninety-five, something like that. Dude, yeah, they're yeah. all on. They're all on Amazon. I think the only one that's not on like three subscription right now is three D on Tubi. Oh, I got two. There you fucking go. Yeah. But yeah, I, I had to mention that because I saw it pop up and I was like, dude, TJ was literally just talking about this. All <laughs> this can't, this has to be a sign. Like, I feel right? like I need to. Oh, do, oh. dude. Appreciate right. it. Hey, Chad, finish this off. Oh, that's, that's pretty much all I got. That's it. Okay. Uh, that's all the good cherry. stuff. Yeah. It's cherry on top. All right. So, gentlemen, no big questions necessarily about the movie per se, but while this transformation sequence did win you know an award what is your favorite werewolf transformation sequence in any movies the howling howling i think i'd go with the howling as well you know what i this might be a little different but i'm actually going to go with uh trick or treat Ooh, I love when I those girls about- transform. Oh, that. you know, so you know, so, oh, wait, can I change mine? Because I do. Wait, no, can I put that one as a second pick? Sure, because that is that was good. That was Monster Squad really good too. What's that? And the one in Monster Squad pretty good too. He's got he's got nads, her nards. <laughs> no, like the werewolf transformation scene and Wolf. Uh, I don't Monster really remember. remember. Sorry, uh, uh, the, uh, see, the all transformation- I can think about when I think about the Wolfman is, is he's fucking Uncle Rico from goddamn. Napoleon Dynamite. So yeah, the transformation scene in uh, Company Wolves is really cool too, where it's just like the werewolves coming. It's it's the whole thing just coming out of the mouth. Like the, the ginger like, snaps like, transformation is like pretty good. I never sat through ginger snaps. Ginger I mean, snaps I have never personally seen. Shutter uh, has one through three. All right, three of them. I knew there was two. One, yeah, but two, that was more cool. that was more of a progressive transformation. It wasn't like instantaneous. Yeah, if I remember, it's been a long. It's been a long time. I'm stuff seeing the first gingers. Yeah, dude, I've never. Fair enough. Yeah, I depends on what you like, movie. John. That was so good. What would be your favorite, boss man? Uh, like I said, the ginger snaps one, if I remember yeah, correctly. That's, that's, yeah. Uh, like he said, it is gradual. But I howling, uh, howling three with the marsupial patch. Uh, pal. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay. I've, I haven't. I've never seen that one, so that's. I'll have to yeah. find find that one. But I have. The, I think Where I have the DVD somewhere. All right. Where is that? Howling All right. right. <laughs> I have a question. What's up, Daddy? So, boys, I, I'm sure you guys have all had uh, sexual encounters in your life, Bob, especially. What uh, is that. it? <laughs> so, I have a question. Uh, when when dealing with the ladies, who has ever gone to? Uh, <laughs> Lay oh God! Here we go. Yeah, who has ever gone to lay with one of them, and then she tells you, well, proceeds to tell you about all the people she fucked prior, right before the act, right. and then you proceed to fuck her. Then, like, how does that not instantly kill your boner? 
I mean, like, hey, maybe that's how British it. people. Maybe that's how maybe. British people do it. I don't yeah, know. To be I, fair, she was still I mean, in single digits, dude. She was still in single digits. Listen, listen. I've never been in that situation, but I know if that was me and you're sitting here telling me you've been with seven other people before me, or you're just bragging about it. I'd be like, okay, you're in the single digits, but I don't really give a fuck. So maybe it's because maybe be it's no. because. Maybe it's because this was at the beginning of the whole AIDS epidemic, so that could have something to do with it too. Ooh, all right. Dang. Ooh, shit. All right. Okay. Um, all right. Plus, plus she's a nurse, so you know. I was about to say that, like mm-hmm. she got rocks but, in her head. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Got something. She got rocks in her head and got rocked in her bed. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh. Fuck it, eh? Uh, no, that was definitely a weird line. Uh, sure. never also, never in my life i've been with seven men and three of them have been one night stands let's do this all right <laughs> never. he's like well i'm already hard so fuck it I I, guess I I, no to, be, to be honest i don't think it would have killed my boner because there's something about british girls it's that she, accent dude she's got the mini yeah. blues man I, I mean I, I don't think it would kill it for me but i would probably be like okay you I can mean, shut up now because this has nothing to do with us Charles Lee Ray didn't give a shit about her. He fucking killed her off when she was a mom, but. This is true. No. This is true. No, you're She right. was in Child's Play too. Yeah, she was. I yes, haven't seen was. that in a long ass time. That's out of all the Child's Play movies. I think that's the one I've seen the least. Really? <laughs> oh, I feel like that's I the one so. I feel like I've seen the most. That's I'm the not the <laughs> most. Child's Play 2 is the one that has the Chucky, uh, point of view shots that looks like he's riding around a go kart, right? Yep. Okay. And that's got the infamous ruler kill, which you think is so cool when you see it as a kid. And then you, when you watch it as a dog, you're like, this is fucking retarded because how's he killing her with a fucking yardstick, dude? Like, I know. And I'm like, even like if he's like full strength, it's like, dude, he's like, he is like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the worst part about that scene was seeing Chucky walk and how shitty it looked. Oh, yeah. When he's walking Terrible. with the yardstick, it looked robotic. Big, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, oh, hey, boys. So let's uh, let's break down these Mama questions. Money! Oh, by the way, quick question: Did you guys notice a another uh, actor who was in one of our more recent picks too? No, I can't say. Was it somebody in the bar? Yes. Um, who was it? The British chess player that told the joke. Fuck, what is he in? Alien 3. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh. He was, he was the, a, uh, yeah. the superintendent of the whole place. Yeah. Oh, no shit. It's that voice, that very distinctive voice. As soon as I heard him, like, I've heard that before. And it struck me this morning, like, that's the guy from Alien 3. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right, gentlemen. So where did y'all watch it? And how was the quality? On demand. Quality was pretty good. Prime. It wasn't awful. I mean, yeah, Prime. It wasn't. Prime. I think it said it was HD, but it wasn't like 4K. But it, or it was not 4K. No, no. But it looked pretty good. It, yeah, it, it looked clean. good, but I think 4K would have looked amazing. I almost wonder if like this one would look better with the older because Depends maybe like, how much coloring it changes. That could yeah. be. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. <clears throat> This was a very well lit film. I feel like, yeah. Even in the dark, that, yeah. even in the dark field, it was just like you know what I mean. Like, 
the Moors that weren't even shot on the Moors. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Next question. Douche so, of the movie. The main character. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Kill yourself. Was. No. I'm going to go get laid. No, dude. You really need to kill yourself before you kill people. Ah, oh, see. Nah, you kill people. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go get laid again. Yeah. He no. killed six people in one night. That was pretty yeah. impressive. Main character. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He wasn't. He must have been really hungry. You save it out for that whole time. Wolfie David, David Kessler <laughs> fucked up. Continue on. Is this the first one that we ever said the main character was the douche? I, I think, so. think so. I thought Wait. it wasn't. Blood Rage. But was he the... I don't remember. Yeah. If he, I mean, I wasn't on that yeah. episode, but I don't remember if Terry was picked as the douche or not. No, didn't. I well, because it... I he was, but was he, he wasn't necessarily the main <sighs> character because it was him and his twin brother. So it was kind of like a shared role. Yeah, I guess it's the. I'll, I'll count it. I really need to make Steph sit down and watch that. I really think she'd like that one. Blood Rage? Oh, yeah, good, dude. it was. It was really good. Thanksgiving classic. Uh, favorite kill? Dead. Uh- Honestly, ja- um, his friend was it Jack? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Jack. Police chief. Yeah, where he got his head bit off. That's See, my that was too. that was my favorite werewolf kill. But my, I think my favorite kill was the random chick getting shoved down and then run over by the car. That was in fucking midst brutal. of the panic because it was just like, oh fuck, dude. <laughs> then there was like the fucking there was the police officer who got smushed between the two cars. To just uh, like that whole massacre, man. That's like my favorite kills. Oh, <laughs> or no, 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 no. The people in the the uh, porn theater, because then the the guy comes in and you just see this whole bloody mess. Yeah. By the yeah. way, going going back, a lot of that panic uh, when the werewolf was busting out of the theater that was actually real uh, when they were filming it. And this was in my notes, and I skipped over. But uh, John Landis did not tell people. What was happening? They he they thought there was a legit wild animal trapped in there. So when it burst through the door, their their panic was genuine. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, hell yeah, that's what I like to hear. You always got like genuine scare. Yeah, nice genuine butthole pucker. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I feel like this could be a unanimous one here, but best scene: the third act, whole third act. Yeah, the transformation. Yeah, it's a transformation See, for me. For, sure. for me, it's trans- the whole the whole panic for, scene. For me, end. it's no. For me, it's transformation forward. One of my favorite shots in the film, though, would be the interior subway car. I thought that was really rad. Just the way it was framed and everything, because it captured everybody in that fucking subway car, and then also oh, was the, able to the capture and everything. Yeah, and that's oh, also yeah, able yeah. to capture a performance of your two mains within that within that. Uh, Set and it was just really cool. You mentioned subway, and all I could think of was the guy that got killed on the subway for some reason. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. But yeah, I forgot about the cheetah head punk dudes and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to Sex Pistols once. (laughs) 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 Anarchy in the UK. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! So. Did opening scene hook you in? Yeah, so I have a note here. Uh, 
Chad, you want to go first? I was going to say there really wasn't an opening scene because it just went from the credits to them walking along the moors. I, I will have to say that the opening set scene is uh, <laughs> really well done. I think the set piece yes. is absolutely gorgeous. And then I also have to comment on the contrast of the bright blue truck on the green pasture and just the way that that is, plays off of it with the color grading. I think that it allows you to stand out. It kind of draws your attention to that truck as it's driving down. And then as it kind of turns, it really shows its color. And then it kind of draws your eyes to it. So then whenever it zooms in and then it cuts to the uh, to them getting out, you're kind of your focus is all on that. And I think it's just really well edited and really well shot film while opening to a film. Yeah, I agree. That's with a that. very nice observation that I never would have picked up on, actually. Yeah, I was going to say. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely Going deep. <laughs> we try to do. So we try to do. Uh, right. So where are we at? Listen to, listen to TJ. Listen to TJ going, oh, lights, camera, exploitation on our asses. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. All right. Speaking of going deep, uh, <laughs> best dick, hottest guy, best hits, hottest girl. Our main okay. dude's got a pretty good schlong on him. I was going to okay. say they're main our, our main two people, actually. I would have to say yeah. the nurse. Uh, okay, but best, oh. best tits has to go to the girl in the porno movie. But okay, the hottest girl, the hottest girl was the main is, girl. Is Alex. Yeah. Yes. So that's All that's right. a two different answers right Chad there. Chad, Daddy, you are correct um, on that one. one yes, he certainly time. is. Yeah, because the girl in the porno movie had a, had a pretty impressive rack. Mm. Well, they always normally do. <laughs> yes, but hers were real. Imagine if that was just British porn, though, it was just a, ch- a topless chick talking all adequately on the phone. Maybe it is. We don't know. <laughs> right. I, uh, I, I kind of want to find out. <laughs> I think I think I'd be OK with that. Well, based on the Nazi werewolf dream sequences, I'm just thinking this guy's just going off of like his own, like what he thinks British people might be into. <laughs> it could very well be. <laughs> this is how, how John Landis thinks people act. Like, oh, he's Jewish, so he has to have constant nightmares he's about Nazi werewolves. You know, he's gotta be, <laughs> and then, like, be right. You British might people, very well be right. Like, Probably this is what is. I think British porn is. So there's people fucking, and then <laughs> someone walks in and interrupts it, and then they apologize and then go back to it. <laughs> oh, like, that's Your whole conversation oh. earlier in the chat about uh, his Nazi werewolf nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> all I could th- all I could think of after I read that was the time on Family Guy when uh Peter got so tired of Mort stealing all of his tools and he made a scare joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> you brought that up and that's all I could think of was the scare Jew. <laughs> Holy shit. And maybe I'm just reading too far into the into the themes of this film and I'm, and I'm just going to accept that. Maybe we're that? not reading yeah. far enough. Why else would you have that? That scene makes yeah. no fucking sense. It's so it never did. It doesn't it never make any sense, sense to me either. No. <laughs> I don't even think that. it's ever been properly explained. Either. You could Except take that. Se- yeah, yeah. You could take that sequence out, put the scenes back in that he cut, and it would be a much better movie. I'm sure. Yeah. I can agree. I- then yeah. the penis joke is, doesn't seem so off color, but you combine it with the weird Nazi wear dude thing, and it's just like, why? Why? Uh, Take that scene out, it seems less anti-Semitic then. Yes. A little bit, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere. Anyway, continuing <laughs> on. <laughs> Did the score set to me? By the way, a little quick. And a quick bit of info about the score. The actual recorded score that Elmer Bernstein did is only about seven minutes long. Oh, really? It's mm-hmm. awesome. That was in my notes. It's about seven minutes long. Oh, so I, did the score set the mood for seven minutes of it? Yeah, why not? The actual, like music, the, uh, 
the songs itself did a better job that they used. Yeah, I, I will agree with that. So, yeah. yes, basically. Bad Moon, yeah, going to our next one. Bad Moon Rising, guys. Like, Oh, yeah. It fits. It's kind of yeah. hard to argue with that, but I did like the take of Blue Moon that played over the credits, too. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was a good rendition was, of the song. They played it twice, though, right? Because it played earlier yeah. like, in the beginning, too, right? I think they also tried to get the uh, Elvis Presley version, but uh, Colonel Parker wasn't uh, wasn't allowing any of Elvis' songs to be used in movies at the time. Mm-hmm. I can tell you why. Because he sucks as a manager. He did. It was terrible. That's another Fair podcast enough. right there. Continue on. <laughs> the Elvis podcast? Peanut butter, that banana sandwich. Peanut butter and banana sandwich. They're pretty good, I got to tell you. Right, can this be called Bologna on Elvis? <laughs> hey there, pretty mama. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, this is Bologna and Mona. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, well, I think that brings us to favorite character. The dead dude, Jack. Yeah. He's not a hallucination. He's a ghost. So I, I had like a little fight he's with what, myself. A, I was un, like, he's an undead? Or living yeah. dead? What the hell you keep calling himself? Well, he's a well because he's a he, he he only uh David can see him, right? But he's not. I I do love his uh decomposition. But he's rotting though. like a zombie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He it's is. like the frighteners. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I thought too. The way oh, by the way, and away. John, they do the same thing in in the American World from Paris too. Yeah, but I'm dead. Normally, oh, do they? Yeah, yeah, but is it is it all CGI like effect makeup and shit in the sequel? I imagine like 90, more or less. That? Yeah, that was like ninety six, ninety seven. Think I think ninety six might be money. Be ninety five. No, ninety seven. Okay, I did. I because it came up when I was watching. It was it was ninety seven. It said. All right. Let's say when did Bush release your? <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> I really hope you hear that by next Monday, dude. And you're just like, fuck you, dude. Like, I heard at some point, I'm going to randomly play it on Spotify just to satisfy you. That's fine. (laughs) Oh, shit. Onward. Yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, I just want to put out did you notice my sweet fucking shirt? Oh, Oh, nice. Oh, Oh, shit. I only saw the top of it with the legs, and I'm like, what are you looking at? Yeah. Yeah, Oh, one of my all time favorites. I don't know if you guys know, but you can get this sweet fucking shirt. Oh, you got a new shirt today. Talk about it. Oh, I did. Well, it actually was yesterday, but I ordered the uh, sweet, new, delicious Project Louder shirt, the Vinegar vinegar Stroke shirt. I went with the nice, dark Heather Navy. Ah. Yes. I I I like the cream that it was on. Yeah. I do. But I am just, I can't do white or... I, it I'll will fade nicely it. onto that. That's the only reason I picked that because I feel like after like ten washes, you'll be like, "That's a cool fucking shirt." No, dude, so, and I'm not gonna disagree. I just I can't wear those colors because I know somehow, yeah. like stains will magnetize to that that day one. <laughs> uh, John, so did you, did you take advantage of? Did you take advantage of the sale that was going on, or is the I sale did. over? Nice. Uh, I, I I got a shirt on there. Uh, it's not a Gorn Moore shirt. It's a it's a Gremlins shirt. It's this really cool shirt of the Stripe Mogwai skateboarding. Mm. Oh, okay. Ooh. And Steph got on there and ordered a couple Supernatural shirts and 
Ooh. The bloody VHS Gornmore shirt. That's the yeah. sale that I got. That's a good one right See, there. I was I'm not gonna lie, dude. I was on uh I was checking out Cabin 13 section on there a little bit, and uh I was almost gonna get all his horror faces minus the scream one. And I was just like, oh man, dude, it'd be a lot of money just dropping on t-shirts. <laughs> I had the Gorn Moore shirt at the gym today, so just wait yeah. on advertising. To, uh, I'm talking to another artist, so we might have some new uh, logos coming up next month. Yeah, so just wait to blow your load. I Speaking of next going, month, it's going now. I'm I'm really yeah. hoping at some point we get the the comic book version of us. Yes. dude, I yes. really want that to happen because that, that would be that awesome. would be so cool. <laughs> But you can find us next month with some new special T-shirts. Yes, sign uh, in the Pittsburgh area. So we're near and dear. Come and see us. Go see the boys. Say hello, Bobby. Will be there, Bobby will be there in spirit. Yep. You know, we can, do, we can just, just make a just cardboard a cut out of my face. We'll just have you on video call the whole weekend while you're camping, so you can just be. Right I'm going skinny dipping, boys. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we'll say. You know what they say. Picks or it didn't happen. As soon as that PayPal clears, Bobby, those pants are going off. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be told when it clears. So leave me around. What is it? Was it scary? No. Uh, I could see the transformation being scary. Not, maybe, maybe parts of the rest of it, but that's about it. Eh, I'm gonna have to say no. I don't think it was, but I don't think it was ever. ever Did we mention the sequel? Yeah, a few times. Yeah, yeah, a few times. You were you were out getting a drink. Oh, uh, but uh, is that any good? I've never seen it, so I I have no. The story's okay. The effects are shit. Oh, uh, is there anything involving the Eiffel Tower? At one point, yeah. There's, I was going to say, there's got to be a shot or two yeah. of it being in Paris. See, now my question was, okay, maybe you definitely weren't here for that. My question was, was it a direct sequel to this? And Chad said it's not. No, it has nothing to do with it. Because I was hoping that maybe the nurse got pregnant and that would lead into the sequel. But well, Like uh, I said, that was the original plan, but for I don't remember what reason. Why, why would they, they not? It. That's like such an easy write-in, like Oh, where baby? New where baby? Yeah, werewolf. She grows up. She hits puberty. Seems like a tabloid a headline. <laughs> but so does it hold up today? Goddamn right it does. Oh yes, it's not for us. It's certainly. You just really threw me off there for a second. Like, wait a minute, what? Okay, you guys didn't care for the story, but the rest of it I think holds up. Yeah, we could appreciate it. Yeah, I yeah. think the effects. Yeah, are absolutely. Good. Uh. Comedy is kind of there's a little it's, British comedy in there, I guess. It's there, but not. See, that's um, why I never understood why people called it a comedy because I never thought it was funny. I, I've said that a few times. I, and that's I why never I, never, I I don't remember it trying to be a comedy. So that's why I thought it was weird that it was labeled that when I went to go watch. It. I was like, the only reason I can think is because it has John Landis's name slapped on it. That's, that's why, why not call it comedy horror or horror comedy like anything. Because that's how it's mostly labeled in places I see. But Man. other than that, yeah, effects are great. I thought the copy I watched was clean as hell. Ooh, so baby. Looked really good. Yeah, you, you look, look really body. good. Ooh, thank you. Cinematography. No, acting. No, acting. No. Fant- acting? Uh, yeah, that's 
lead so actor yeah. can suck a dick. He seems smug as fuck. Everyone else did good. For his performance, yes, but everybody else was great. The smug cloud. Do you, th- do you think he was intentionally being told to act smug because he was a werewolf? Maybe it was kind of like a like a pheromone kind of thing. Maybe. Like he was like, like an, an alpha, alpha male. Yeah. That's interesting. Ah, homeboy's a sigma. He ain't you even know, fucking alpha. You know, that's alphas. not actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's a mega. He's bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, you might not be off sigma. on that. Because, what uh... a completely random one, sigma. <laughs> sigma? No. Uh, Whoa! Hey. Wow, Johnny. So, no, no, no. When he... After his first transformation, when he was because he was trying to get her to go back to the apartment to bang, maybe you're maybe you're not wrong Ooh. on that because maybe he was all like pumped. That's, he said he was like he's never felt that good and blah blah blah. Yeah, he felt like an athlete or something. Yeah, <laughs> came off. That's where he came off as a real dick. Was that whole scene yeah. right there? Oh yes, the whole fucking movie, the whole dialogue. <laughs> Wait, that was the one where he was trying to get arrested right after that. That's when he like, kind yeah, of he was up. claiming, like, arrest me, arrest me. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah, said Prince Charles is a f- <laughs> <laughs> the queen is a man, <laughs> the queen is a man, right. she's a man, man. <laughs> so did you like the cinematography? Uh, yeah, man. I, I think, yeah, it, yeah, I it thought was, it was well good. lit for sure, absolutely. It's very the shots well on the. The shots on the moors were well done. I really liked, uh, actually, the whole chase scene in the subway. Yeah, that yeah, was really well done. That, that was a great sequence. Yeah. Fucking money, baby. That's That was really well shot. All right. I also Did like industrial like- locations, so that probably helps. Mm-hmm. Did we premise. like the premise? I mean, it's the premise yeah, it's of a werewolf movie. movie. Yeah. 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 Right. Except dog soldiers. It's the premise of every werewolf movie except dog soldiers. Dog Soldiers was basically aliens with werewolves. Well, yeah, that's what makes it awesome. But it was a fun yeah. movie, but it was a fun movie. I loved it. Yeah, I do have I'm not complaining. Blu-ray. I loved it. I got <laughs> that never has to be a backup. I'm totally down because I got it on Blu-ray. I Blu-ray. actually have not watched it, so I need to. Now. Well, they are. They Ooh, source the really original uh, 35 millimeter negative for a 4K scan, so we will be getting a 4K for, from Screen Factory soon. I believe. Well, I might have to get that, but the, I only paid a dollar for the Blu-ray anyway, so that wouldn't be really a loss, but hell yeah, dude. I believe it has a special version of the film. So, Ooh. I think you're right because I think that's what the delay's been. Because it was yeah. supposed to be out like early this year, I think. Yeah, and the movie was shot in 16 millimeters, so it's going to have heavy grain no matter what you do. But a 4K is going to definitely find that grain out to the point where it's going to be cinematic AF. So, definitely going to be worth getting it just because of what the 4K will do with that grain. Did you say when that was going to drop, or is just been? Uh, no, it's just uh, they've been doing. They've been oh, doing okay, progress okay. photos and posting them on the gram. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, premise. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Werewolf movie. American Dude and Lungate gets fucked over. Like it. There you go. Okay. Uh, Triple R, not the Roadhouse. Recycle, rewind, remake. And <laughs> hey, rewind. That's still a touchy subject for me, buddy. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Tim. <laughs> uh, I'll rewind it. I don't think there's a reason to remake it because it will not be done, at least effects wise, will not be done as good. There's just no way. Bullshit. CGI is amazing now. Was the sequel uh, supposed no, to be a, no, a remake no. or no? It was just not really. It's, no, because I didn't know. Because if it's not a direct sequel, I just don't know how. If it's besides just the title, I guess tie in American Werewolf in America, <laughs> Canadian Werewolf in America. <laughs> you mean the movie Wolf with Jack Nicholson? There you go. We're doing that movie, aren't we? 
Yeah, that was uh-huh. my pick. That was Bobby's yeah, pick. There's I your American werewolf in America. There you go. Uh, American werewolf in Texas. It'd be a short movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I kind of would like to almost maybe see this remade. I'm I'm leaning towards that too. I mean, I really yeah, like this too. movie, but I think it could benefit with the remake if it's done right in the right hands. Yeah. And Where there better not be one America? ounce of CGI because if so, it's never gonna work. I'm sorry, it will not work. <laughs> no, yeah, you'd want the practical. You listen, they're gonna throw CGI in there regardless. That's gonna suck. But eh, depends if on it's, who does it. it if it's just to enhance things and not just to full out B stuff, I don't you know. You could say that, but Invisible Man exists and that film's fantastic. This is true. I did enjoy this Invisible Man. That's a pretty heavy just, CGI film. See You've never that's seen a it? Great fucking movie. Oh, that's no, because my wife is like, my wife is completely freaked out by the idea of it. She does not, not want to watch it at all. Mm. Well, which I think I should mean... definitely make her watch it. Yes, you should. Dude, I, uh, it's, yeah. They set it Watch up really it. well. They did. What? Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League CGI is definitely better whenever this time around compared to... Yeah. Compared yeah. to fucking cover-up mustache, Superman. Yeah. I guess Bobby's just used to watching those fucking uh, Terminator Dark Fate and Genesis films. Dark Fate. Oh, by the way, guys, you're, you're going to love this now that totally. we've got caught... Me and Steph are all caught up on the Marvel movies, except for Black Widow, and we watched all the Fast and the Furious movies. I got her to agree to watching the DC superhero movies. Oh, Hell yeah. Dude, okay. After that, then you got to go with full animated saga, because the animated saga. <laughs> oh, I've, already, I, I've already started watching this myself. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's so fucking good, dude. I'm Let's wait this. Dude, I love when they get to the Teen Titans into it, too, man, because that's that's my fucking jam, these boys. Okay. But all right, rating. Rating, Chad. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna give it a three point five. A little higher than Brody. Uh, John. Two point two point four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll stick with Chad. Three point five. Give it a two point five. That is a Gormore score of three out of five for American Werewolf in London from 1981. I don't think that's not bad. Not that's gonna not lie, I thought you were gonna go lower, buddy. I well, did too. I thought so too, but that's not a bad, that's not a bad score. No, that's not bad. That's, I think it's very, uh, very appropriate. Right in the middle of the road. What's next week you guys said? Candyman 2. Two, Which can be found on? Farewell to the uh, Flesh. Pluto, Pluto for free. It's also on Amazon and all that good shit. Shout Factory, Blu-ray, Region A. I don't know if it's on Shutter though. I haven't checked that. I think I saw it on demand, so that's probably where I'll end up watching it like normal. It's available somewhere. I know that. Oh yeah, that's yeah. not a hard movie it's to find. Pluto, so, and then yeah, and then after is, that will be Diary of the Dead, and then we will be Steel City Con, buddy. Con. After that, yeah, that is creeping fucking up on us. Two more shows to the cut. That's fucking insane, dude. Like that's geez. two. That's like three weeks away, right? right? And I just got a, got my PTO day approved for that day too, the Friday. Excellent. Oh, nice. Nice. I can't wait to see my boys. Ooh, ooh, this ooh, is gonna be ooh. great. Also, uh, Cameron Miller from Comics and Kaiju's will be joining us all weekend long, and we'll be at yeah. the booth 
We talk all thing kaijus and comics with you guys. So yeah, I'm fun. excited to see him again. I'm excited for him to meet the rest of the Project Louder crew and hang out all weekend. And I can't wait to meet all of you listeners. So I'd say that's it for this episode of the Gormore Podcast. This is the pod boss, TJ Bowser, signing off. This is Chad Daddy saying, I'll see you next week, bitches. This is your Fluffmaster Supreme, Big Johnny D saying, see you later, Gorehounds. This is your killing machine, Bobby and Moan saying, we'll kill you next week, people. Ha ha!